I don't know if that was a good slurp or a bad slurp. I just know that coffee is great because I made it and I know how to make good coffee. What do you think? Uh, I think it's been a long time since I've had coffee. That's some some blasphemous talk right there because we, ladies and gentlemen, and those of non-specified gender, are idiots talking over coffee. The best podcast where you can get your two lovable, sometimes... But not really idiots. Always idiots. We are idiots. Sometimes lovable. We're always. <laughs> exactly. Talking over their coffee, slurping it, and talking over geek stuff. My name is Jaime, and you are? I'm Hanan. You are drinking water at the moment. You are not prepared. Yes. No, I was not prepared <laughs> at all. Like You caught me off guard. I thought you were going to ramble for more time. No, I, I, I do ramble a lot, but not this time. This time we mean serious business because we are talking about the DC fandom that just happened yesterday and I am still in shock and reeling from all the things that they announced in one single thing. I, I really feel that my microphone is currently picking up all the cookies in the background. Oh, I'm sure. I, I'm sure it's picking the hell up, up out of them. I can hear them in surround sound right now, actually. <laughs> like, I can see the little beats in, in the recording session. Perfect. Y'all stop. Not, not, ambience. Not, not only do we talk about geek stuff and DC fandom stuff, we also provide uh, a sort of nature, natural ASMR for our audience. <laughs> that we do. We're multicultural. We, we are multi, multi-talented idiots. Yes, yes we are. So, before so, we get into the net and gritty here, do you want to tell our one listener, because the other one and a half just left, they don't listen to us anymore, so... Do they don't care tell, about us anymore. Yeah, do you want to tell our one listener what you've been up to? No, yeah, my mom. My mom sent me a text. She said, "You know what? I'm I'm not listening to this podcast anymore. Zero out of five stars." And you know what? I can't I can't really say much about that. But we'll, we'll, we'll we won't get into that. That's between me and my therapist. Um, <laughs> I have been up to not much, if I'm being honest. Uh, I have been working through the quarantine at home, uh, reading a lot, drawing, and still just trying to, to to do exercise when i can but other than that I, there's not much we can do i'm just trying to keep sane for the most part what I mean, about you who, who can really exercise with all the um rules that have been implemented by the government with curfews and stuff like oh i don't or... i don't listen to that i, I got stopped by the police one time i still go for it <laughs> i i still do it it's it's hard in these streets you know <laughs> not at all but yeah, no, I I haven't been up too much. I guess playing video games, um, and working, working a lot, like mm-hmm. not the fun kind of working, just working my nine to five, which is not a nine to five. Mm-hmm. It's a two e- nine to five. I wish it was two. a nine to five. It's a two to eleven. Like two to eleven horrible. doesn't have that that much of a of a of a ring to it. So that's why they want for right. nine to five. So I do, I do believe we we do ramble on a lot in these openings, and I feel like we have a bunch of ground to cover with everything that was announced yesterday. So I think mm-hmm. the best thing to do is start off with 
what we thought about the video games portions of the DC fandom. Starting with something that I did not think we were going to see at all, but is mm-hmm. a very welcome thing, which is the new uh, game for Montreal. Uh, yeah, what's it called? War- Warner Bros. Montreal? Is it called yeah, the studio? I believe so. Yeah, it's not Rocksteady, but they are working through with the Arkham games. Not the original ones, but the kind of like the offshoot, offset ones. In this case, it would be Gotham Knights, which was a very welcome surprise for me. What do you think about the trailer for Gotham Knights? So, what I think about the trailer for Gotham Knights, um, it was a very unexpected thing to see. But ever since the beginning of the trailer... I figure out it would be um, one of these new age campaign multiplayer games that they're doing a lot Mm -hmm. nowadays. So I was very welcoming of the idea. Um, Like I mentioned briefly yesterday, I do believe and I would have liked for the game to be a direct uh, link to Arkham Knight. Mm -hmm. Like a little bit of the after of that world. Um, but obviously, uh, I guess they might have wanted to add Bad Girl into the mix here. So she would have not been able to um, appear as a character there. But, you know, you still had other characters you could have gone through. You, We've already played as Catwoman, Harley Quinn, um, yep. Yep. Nightwing, Red Hood. A little bit of Nightwing, a little bit of Red Hood. A little bit of Bad Girl, actually, as well, with the with the last one. Yeah, but it was more of a prequel thing. Uh, she would have not been able to be a playable character. But you could have just added spoiler or something like that if you yeah. wanted to fill that role. Maybe I don't know. I feel like this was such a welcome surprise because just the other day I was thinking, oh, how cool the Bat family is and all these like eclectic group of characters that we have that help out the Batman and all the storylines that they have. And we haven't had that like a good new storyline for a long time with those characters working together. And yeah. lo and behold, here comes Gotham Knights knocking knocking my door down and telling me what a stupid <laughs> bitch I am and saying like, here you go. Uh, and I am I gladly accept. Yeah, exactly. I gladly accept yeah, right. because I I very much like the concept of when the bat's away, the family will play. So Bruce Wayne is quote unquote dead. I don't believe that for a second because we've seen this play out for a bunch of uh, different <laughs> storylines. I'm sure that it's uh, very much a whole he's been captured by the Court of Owl situation. And so by the end of it, like Nightwing, Red Hood, Batgirl and Tim. I think it's Tim. I wanted to say it was Damien because it, he looks so much the better than costume. Tim we got in, yeah. in the previous games. And the but uh, I think it's Tim. Is, yeah, by age and weapons that he's using, um, you feel it's Tim. But by costume design, he looks a lot like Damien's suit. Yep. But something I did see, because I don't know if you saw, the aside from the normal trailer, they did like a, around seven minute, I think, uh, gameplay trailer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in which they showed uh, both Batgirl and Robin in different costumes. So I do believe that you're going to get a certain level of customization with this char- these oh, characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I saw that too, and I love the idea of customizing these costumes just like you would do in a in an Injustice Two with all the the upgrades to the costumes and all the different versions you can have of the character. Um, my only gripe, I love Red Hood, like it looks awesome, and the gameplay looks awesome. My only gripe is the scar on his face. They made it a little bit too big and too broad. He kind of looks like a bit of like Barack with with the <laughs> with the lip all cut up. I'm just like, oh, Jason, baby, what they do to you? But but other than that, the co- the costume looks great and everything else looks I, great. I always find it funny that in these games they want to scar up Jason for some reason. Like, yeah, because they want to and... like they want to they want to differentiate him from Nightwing and Robin. Nightwing Dick is the pretty boy, so he he has to be perfect. <laughs> uh, so we have to like fuck up Jason's face somehow, or give him the. I like that they have the little streak of white. That's that's a nice touch. I like that. Yeah, but uh, I do. Scar? I do like the idea. I'm called for the, the sky. Eh, you could have made it a little <laughs> bit smaller. You could have kept the little J thing, even though it was kind of stupid. But I liked it uh, from the Arkham I... Knight games. I like the J thing because it was more about branding mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. really went through with the storyline for Red Hood in New 52 where True. Jason was molded and created by the Joker. So true, true. I think in true. that aspect, um, I guess that's why they did it back then. Right now, I don't know what they're doing for anything comic book related. I'm very out of touch. <laughs> Yeah, I was surprised, very much surprised, because we we started talking about the game like really quickly. But mm-hmm. the whole event in general, like the whole DC fandom thing, is such a good idea, and they did it so well. Like props to DC Warner Bros for this thing. It was free. Mm-hmm. It was a full live stream. There were no hiccups. Uh, I'm pretty sure everything was pre-recorded for the day because it makes sense. But even so, like it was yeah. such a good idea. All the, all the panels were super interesting and. I even if you paid for it and went to Comic Con, like you couldn't have gotten all this much content in one day. So this was great. I I, I very much enjoyed it. I think it's something they should uh, possibly keep in mind to do in the future. Um, Definitely, many conventions and stuff have moved to a digital platform currently mm-hmm. because of the state of the world. But I believe that it's such a good idea because in a way it connects more with the fans. Um, more people get access to this. Obviously, it doesn't feel as exclusive as a Comic-Con panel, but let's face it, um, either way, be it now or later, all that it's gets gonna end up leaked in the internet. online. So yeah, for sure. why not skip through the middleman and you yourself put it online? Get some yep. traffic, online. get some great promo, basically. Yeah, and I'm sure they saved they saved so much money on like all, not bringing all the stars along and not like because everyone was in Zoom meetings from their house, so it was very. I was saying it was professional, but very laid back and casual and very like friendly towards fans. Uh, so I very yeah. much enjoyed the whole the whole thing. Um, also, like having so, yeah. these people in the whole um, Zoom situation, it makes it feel more down to earth. You could say, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't I feel, feel, I feel like they're up in a podium, all untouchable. Like you see these people possibly mm-hmm. just in their houses, chilling. Like I don't know, it gives it more humanity. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Could say. for sure. And I feel like this it lends itself to having so many cool 
other interactions that you wouldn't normally get at a at a comic con because at a comic con you would get Hall H and that's where you're gonna get the Suicide Squad movie and the just and the Zack Snyder cut and the Batman. But then you wouldn't get like smaller things like for other for like the general public. Like for example, the Sandman. The Sandman just dropped an audiobook from Neil Gaiman from the comics, and they had like a whole spot at the beginning of the show where they interviewed Neil Gaiman and they interviewed some of the actors, and that was a really great spot and that was super interesting. And you wouldn't probably get that at a comic con but it would be like tucked away in a corner of a booth somewhere or in a tinier room mm-hmm. or something but here it had center stage like everything had center stage from that to the rumors of the new static shock movie to a bunch of different things so i feel like it was really really good mm-hmm. so um the only other game we got here was the suicide squad versus the justice league which had already mm-hmm. kind of been announced um by rocksteady with the um, with the posters, yeah, yeah, um, still very nice to see um, what the general vibe for the game might be. Um, really hoping uh, this also seems like another campaign multiplayer um, with the whole squad yeah. being playable. They didn't exactly. go into details like on Gotham Knights that it's only um, you don't play as four people at the same time; it's only two. It's um, like two-person co-op. You can't go up to four, which was kind of a letdown for me a little bit on Gotham Knights. Would have really enjoyed to have a full-on squad. Uh, maybe not all the missions, but have some missions be extra difficult and requiring uh, four people to play. Maybe they can add that later as DLC or something. Something they can think about. Yeah, I get what you mean. Great. It would have been very much a, a problem with power scaling and just like the difficulty of the missions because they would have to have so many waves of enemies coming at once if it was four players. It would have been too much. Uh, so in that case, you would get kind of like a borderland situation with that type of co-op game. So that would still be pretty cool. But I think that's not really what they were going for. They were going more for a story-based game in yeah. that universe. And I feel like they're they're recycling a little bit of what the Batman Arkham Knight map was because the city looks very similar the map structure which i'm not mad about because i loved being able to glide and drive in that sort of city map so that was pretty fun and the suicide squad game looks like a completely different tone shift like it's colorful there's explosives the characters are super like uh, bigger than life and then you have the whole wacky scenario of the justice league from what it seems is being controlled by brainiac so they're doing Mm -hmm. their evil things and then comes the Suicide Squad, which has to quote unquote kill them because its Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. So we'll see how that goes. But that was more of a trailer cinematic. We didn't really get much details, like you said. And it's not until 2022. Okay. So like completely off the radar for now. Yeah, exactly. We we would be waiting on that. For a while. But yeah, we didn't get much on that end for Suicide Squad uh, kills the Justice League. The characters do seem very well written, um, at least for that. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. And we got only like a minor understanding of roles uh, with um, having King Shark as muscle, that shot. Like he kind of seems to have a jetpack, like movement with gadgets. Mm-hmm. Boomerang has like a teleporting boomerang. Yeah, he has like a, found, like a weird teleporting boomerang. I found that bizarre, but interesting. Yeah. Um, I find it bizarre, but I also find it like that's that would be cool to see that fighting against Flash, like teleporting against like the speed. Like that'll be a cool dynamic if they do that. 
Yeah. Um, Harley was the one that I found a little bit weird with the whole grappling hook thing, but eh, I don't know. I guess they had to give her they like, saw... some extra mobility. Yeah, they saw Marvel Spider-Man. They were like, we can do that too. Harley Quinn has a <laughs> grappling hook. There you go. Basically, it really makes you yeah. feel like Harley Quinn. Speaking well, of uh, other Marvel Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no! I was gonna say, like, uh, <laughs> other than that, there's not really much talked about other in that trailer. But um, what were you gonna say about Spider Man? Oh, uh, I was just gonna segue into the next topic. Nobody cares about Spider Man. This is this is DC fandom. No, yeah, um, it's just that there was get, this one get scene. that Marvel stuff out of here. <laughs> there was this one scene in the Wonder Woman trailer, which is what we're gonna talk about now. Um, where she's riding lightning with her lasso. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what the hell? Like, what's yeah. the like trip? Can't she fly? Like, what's going on? Yeah, here? yes and no, because we also have the whole thing with the invisible jet. So who the hell knows at this point? Depends on the rider. No, but yeah. Now, now that I mentioned that about the Marvel stuff, I can only imagine what they would do to someone inside the DC fandom if they started talking about Marvel. <laughs> would they like kick them out or throw them in the dungeon or something? I don't know. <laughs> questions for next year so speaking of wonder woman 1984 that was the first panel that they had which is really nice because they had the whole cast there and they were talking and they were answering questions and then after that they showed the other trailer which was a bit more of the same in question of uh some of the footage some of the new stuff but the most important stuff was uh, that they showed the final look for cheetah which uh looks awesome i gotta say yeah i think that's what has me uh, most hyped for this movie and I can't wait to actually see this, be it in a actual movie theater, in a drive-in cinema. I don't know where. I don't want it online. I want it in person. Like, I'll get COVID oh, for yeah, this for movie, sure. okay? <laughs> I don't know if I'll get COVID for it, but I'll definitely I'll definitely go to a drive-in cinema for it. Um, like, like, Patty, Patty Jenkins, me? the director, she said... She said very adamantly, like, no, we want this to be, like, at the in theaters. And I'm just like, okay, if you say so, take that with the virus. I mean, it's just that, uh, just picture you putting all the all this effort into, a, like, a big screen movie, like, mm-hmm. a major blockbuster, and then just having to release it online doesn't make it justice. And no, of course. Possibly, like, I don't know, it's not the same. And Wonder Woman was uh, one of the biggest movies of the last couple of years, and one of the biggest DC movies of the last couple of years. So the sequel uh definitely deserves to be like fucking in the bricks in the big screen. So yeah, I feel like they showed a little bit more of the other villain, uh, which is Maxwell Lord. He'll have I don't know if he's gonna be the big bad or if Cheetah's gonna end up being the big bad, but they're both there and they're both doing their thing. He's granting people's wishes, I guess, and like their most mm-hmm. like deepest desires, and that's his thing. So we'll see Which how they handle I, that in the movie. I feel the like major big bad is gonna be this guy, but then um, I feel the final fight, like the big fight, is gonna be with Cheetah. It's gonna be with Cheetah. Yeah, I feel that's going to be the most interesting part in the movie, like, per se. Yeah. I just hope that they have the fight and then she's fine. She goes to prison because I'm tired of uh, these heroes killing their villains off. And I want to see the the League of Villains soon with all the all the live-action villains 
So that'll be cool if they add Cheetah yeah. to that mix. It would be interesting because I feel that um, DC had a major setback in what they want to do with their movies, but they're now they're currently embracing a lot of the content they're creating, and it seems like they are trying to bring it all as a whole, considering yeah. like multiverse Every... um, theories and stuff like that. Since I don't like, yeah, yeah. I believe you should know that um, Ezra Miller did appear on the CW Flash. I did. I did see the the, the Crisis on Infinite Earth like crossover, and yeah, yeah. He, he did appear with Grant Gustin's Flash for a, for a brief minute there, uh, which was really unexpected and cool that they did that actually. Yeah, so I feel with this, they're kind of getting that vibe that they might be open to actually linking everything together. Which would be great, like, jumping from that, uh, they did a reveal for the Flash suit on his movie mm -hmm. for Ezra Miller. Um, it's not going to be as bulky as the one we see in Justice League, which they're kind of yeah, tying in. A lot more, uh, more comic, comic book accurate. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw that. Um, in. It makes sense if Bruce made it for him, if they, if he got him a new suit. Because uh, the other one looks very homemade by Barry. So we'll see how that goes. And supposedly, they're going to be like two Batmans now between Keaton and, uh, and Affleck, Affleck for the new one. Yeah, because in the concept art they show, it's more of a Keaton-type suit. And if mm -hmm. they bring mm -hmm. Keaton, they're like... And put him as his own Batman from the previous movie. It, I believe it will be opening up to the possibility of that whole... Um, multiverse of like DC which they always sure. have in the comics and I think it would work super super well in the um, movies if they also yeah. manage to put like the Flash movie to reset kind of the timeline tie that yeah. in with uh, Pattinson's Batman uh, keep um, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman like if you manage all these elements correctly they could get on board and on the right path to making like a great cinematic universe, universe. no yeah I saw I saw someone mentioning that this new Flash movie is gonna do for the DC universe what um, X-Men Days of Future Past did for the X-Men franchise. It's just gonna be yeah. the softest of reboots of, oh, if something we didn't like is still there, we'll just brush it on under the rug. And if someone asks, Flashpoint. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That'll be the, the cure-all. It work great, in my opinion. Like It solves all issues with... Um, new faces and stuff like that mm -hmm. for sure and jumping from there uh, from wonder woman and from the new flash concept art uh, we did get more concept art in the form of mm -hmm. uh, black adam with, with dwayne the rock yeah. johnson Which and don't see uh, you know suit. you know a lot more about black adam than i do i i barely know anything about him he's one of your one of your yeah. boys <laughs> so I really like the trailer because it just sums up and I feel this might be like a little bit more in detail at the beginning of the movie. But the trailer they show like the whole concept art animation thing um, was a lot of the origin that he was a slave who got power 
meant to be a superhero turned tyrant. So that's what we get. What we don't get is what's going to be the movie. Because the movie is being called Black Adam. But it seems to be that it's going to set in present times. So mm -hmm. we might get Shazam as well in this movie. So it's a very finicky uh, line, which I'm just waiting here for that um, topic on the like plot, yeah. for them to drop the plot for the movie. Because it just feels that it's going to be like Black Adam showing up to present day, uh, trying to rule everything, um, and just Shazam's going to come in and fight him. Like I yeah. feel that that's what that's the, movie the thing might though. Be. I I I saw a lot more concept art after that, and they they kind of showed an interview with another one of the actors, which is Noah Centineo. I think his name is. Uh, he's one of the guys that he's mm -hmm. on a bunch of Netflix movies now. He's playing one of the characters that's called Adam Smasher, and he that's one of the the core members of the Justice Society of America. So I think uh, we're getting Justice Society, so that means we might get um, Hawkman, which is directly tied to a lot of that conduct uh, universe. And then we might be getting mm -hmm. um, Dr. Fate, which are just like these old ancient magic type characters, which would fit great in that universe. So you think it's going to be more of a Justice Society with... Um... It being set maybe a little bit before uh, the Shazam movie. I think so. I think they're going to save Black Adam versus Shazam for their own movie. Uh, maybe not for the sequel, but for the third one. Uh, because they also did say that uh, the Shazam sequel uh, is going to be called Fury of the Gods. So who knows what that's going to be. Uh, it might be Black Adam or it might be that the gods are angry with Billy Batson. Uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. That actually seems interesting, and it does bring a little bit more to the plot. So, can't wait for that. Um, love the little concept and just um, that feeling that this is not that much of a theory anymore, and it's more of a reality, something that's going to come in the near future. Because before yeah. this, we didn't really have anything for this movie, including with the Flash one, we knew it was going to happen, but without like official information from DC, like it's always just speculation from the fans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, and uh, the the art style was great because it was from uh, this art, uh, this like popular, very popular artist, especially in the last few years, Buzz Logic, that he worked with DC to make those sort of moving type pieces of custom digital art and Dwayne okay. The Rock Johnson seems to be very like hyped for it like he seems very invested in it so I feel like it's gonna be he, at the very least like, uh, a good movie that's the thing he's always been like super invested in wanting to be like in a superhero movie uh he's always for some reason like Black Adam as well mm -hmm. so I feel it's one of those roles he's really gonna enjoy and it's gonna show in how he portrays it and how the movie uh, flows and everything. Yeah, I feel like it, this is this is one of those roles where 
he can be as charismatic as he is, but he also can stretch his acting muscles and being menacing and just angry and evil, uh, how Black mm-hmm. Adam can be. But uh, he described them as more of an anti-hero than anything. He described them as, oh, I am the hero of Kondak. That they, I am the hero that it needs. Uh, I may mm-hmm. not be the one that they want, but this is what they get. So I feel, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's the whole um, hero becomes tyrant type thing. Yeah. Because so that's I feel like that's gonna be a thing. fun role to see him in. Mm-hmm. So because from like, f- speaking, mm-hmm. oh, I was just gonna segue because speaking of anti heroes, yeah. we have a bunch of anti heroes in the next movie trailer that we saw. Yeah, the Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah. Um, that was just basically an introduction to a very very large cast of people um which it really yes. surprised me um i was not expecting them to go like for a very big suicide squad when this got um because it got like announced a little back uh people were speculating um but i was expecting a little bit more of the same core um having like captain boomerang harley and this other guy Deadshot? Uh, Deadshot, yeah. Yeah, but Will well, Smith did not come back for some reason. Yeah, um, I found that no, weird yeah, that the, he was not. Yeah, that was weird, especially since he was like one of the two characters that like most people liked. Like They liked Harley and they liked Deadshot, and that's it. And Amanda Waller was great as well. Um, yeah. Viola Davis always kills it. But she's back and for like this Captain as well. Captain Boomerang which is, which is great. was like a close third and fourth for some people. Um, True. They kind of like Jack humor. Jack um, Courtney killed it. Um, I like, I know for a fact that the reason why this cast is so huge and so eclectic and has so many vi- minor villains is because they're going to plan on killing them as w- in the most wacky f- ways possible. Be it mm-hmm. uh, like exploding the bombs on their heads or just uh, in the midst of battle or something like that. So we're going to get a bunch of those those character deaths from the minor characters because, come on, they have Polka Dot Man, for Christ's sake. Who has heard of Polka Dot Man ever? <laughs> or the, yeah. the Weasel character? I, I really found weird um, that there was, like, this, um, like, very American armor floating around with no one. Like, it was just, like, invisible... But it was armor. I don't know. Like it was weird. I couldn't I see know. anything. There was a there. Weir- a bunch of weird shots. Uh, all I could think about while seeing that is we're just missing Kite Man, and and this will be this will be the perfect movie. That's it. Uh, I'm just sad you didn't get my John Cena joke here. <laughs> oh, I see. I see what you mean. <laughs> I see what you mean now. But it's not really. I mean, it was like a weird uh, American <laughs> armor. Yeah, you, I, I I know what you mean. I'm sad that I didn't get it. Now we'll, we'll move past that now. <laughs> let's ignore it <laughs> but yeah i do want to um, see what this yeah uh how this uh comes to be because um by the end of birds of prey um you do see that harley is no longer with the suicide squad she doesn't have her bomb anymore so i do want to see I'm how sure she, she got gets captured dragged again. back and like every time they get put in prison for some reason or other they just put the chip back in and they then take it off and then put it back in again every time that they need them for a suicide squad mission um so i feel like it's gonna be again a fun movie james gunn anything he touches turns to gold like who would who would have thought that guardians of the galaxy was gonna be the hit that it was when it came out 
So mm-hmm. it'll be super fun and just balls to the wall. Also, like the sheer enthusiasm from Gunn and from the actors that you can see in the behind the scenes trailer that they showed mm-hmm. uh, really speaks levels for this movie. Which uh, I can't wait. Like anything with Harley, I'm sold. Like if you have Harley know, on yeah. something, it's like you you're you're a slut for that Harley Quinn. I know you are. Um, yes. So yeah, I feel I feel like it's gonna be great. Honestly, uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, it's gonna be laughs, and it's just gonna be more uh, a soft reboot for these characters because they kind of need it after the the disaster that was the last Suicide Squad movie. Uh, so we'll see yeah. how that goes. Now, speaking of directors and how they influence a movie, we did get a bigger um, chunk of what will be that beautiful uh, Justice League Snyder cut. We're we're just killing it with the segues here. I just want to pat, just give ourselves a pat on the back because these segues that were amazing. Let's just, oh God, my shoulder, I broke it. Uh, No. So yes, we did get um the new the new new trailer for the yep. new like Zack Snyder cut uh, that we fans have been asking for f- almost three to four years. I don't even know when Justice Since League came the out. Movie it feels like, came a, out. like a like a lifetime ago. Um, yes, and it was very appropriately like. <laughs> very appropriately like music by the song hallelujah from i every time Mm -hmm. i think i hear that song i just think of shrek one so that's my how my (laughs) mind works but we got a bunch of different scenes that we had not seen before or that we only saw in concept uh, but was never actually in the movie Uh, so i feel like from what we saw it feels like it's going to be a vastly different movie in tone and in story that uh, as well very interesting originally uh in the first snyder cut trailer they were showing superman with like the mustache and everything now on this one they took it out with cgi but it didn't look horrible yep it was i mean mind-boggling for me i mean they started it with the first shot first shot you get dark side boom there you go like from the beginning Mm -hmm. he was supposed to be there uh that's what he's saying, basically. And he doesn't look like crap. Like Steppenwolf did in the original Justice League. He, he, Steppenwolf just looked like a big gray turd of CG compared to Thanos, which came out in the in the same year. Like, that must have hurt, which, because Thanos looked great, I, and he was all CGI as well. I believe that they also redid the CGI for Steppenwolf. And they um, did. He does it looks show better up now. on one point, yeah. It looks better so now. They is... they showed a couple of different characters that weren't in the original movie. They showed Darkseid. They showed Desaad, which was the one who had like the little hood up. Like that was one of mm-hmm. Darkseid's acolytes uh, from from those storylines. So we're gonna get a much richer version of what that movie was supposed to be, as opposed to uh, jokes <laughs> and I think just they also show bad CGI. Um, I think they showed uh, what uh, Iris. Because they show Barry yes. uh, saving someone. They show um, their version of Iris, without a who I'm pretty sure got recast at this point for the Flash movie, uh, because it's been so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know I don't know. I feel like it, we're gonna see a lot, and we're gonna see a lot, and I feel like it's gonna be a point of contention if this movie is really good. Because if this movie is really good and fans want more of it, 
what does that mean for the future of these other characters? Because we have Batfleck, but we're also going to have the Batman. And what's that going to mean for those types of uh, roles? I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be weird. Like uh, that's, so, that's I, I, I wanted that to say I wanted to succeed. I wanted to succeed, but I also feel weird about it. Like it's very interesting because from what they showed, this feels like a whole different movie using a lot of the original content. Mm-hmm. Like obviously this is all things that they shot and scratch and everything, but at the end of the day, this is Justice League, just what Zack Snyder wanted it to be. Exactly. Which yeah. No, yeah, Zack Snyder definitely had a very clear vision of what he wanted the Justice League to look like. He had the first one, second one, and third one all planned out. And then mm-hmm. he had the tragedy that his daughter committed suicide, so he had to leave. Uh, and then Joss Whedon came along, and he put his own spin on things, which we know how that turned out. So I feel like this is just them course-correcting and being like, okay, so this was the original movie, then that's yeah. it. Who knows if we're going to make it more. But it's fixed, basically, is what they're saying. If um, Will it be good? Who knows? I would love... Um, for this to maybe continue, I was a big fan of Batfleck, and I'm not discrediting um the new Batman, um Robert Pattinson. Um, the trailer looked great. We're gonna get into that um a little bit sooner, uh, yes, a little will. bit later. Um, but I do feel that Batfleck was the best Batman we had gotten up until now. Um. Mm. And I gotta say that we owe this to the growth of Batman media that we've gotten. Because every Batman we've gotten through time fits very well with the current media. Um, When we got the 90s Batman movies, they were a little bit more wacky and comic um, type. Um, when we got into Christian Bale, it, we got like a more serious, gritty Batman, but with a sense of realism that superhero movies wanted to portray at the time. And by the time we got Batfleck, we basically got a Arkham game Batman mixed with uh, the Dark Knight Returns um, mm-hmm, Batman. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what we got there. And that was great. And what we're getting now, transitioning into the Batman trailer that we saw, it's still that uh, very aggressive, very intimidating Batman. But keep like it does still feel that it kind of feels like a mix between uh, Christian Bale and Batfleck, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. A little bit. Oh, so we're, are we are we just are we just diving in into the Batman trailer now? Are we are we doing yeah. this? Oh boy! This is all Here transitions, we... buddy. Transitions. I'm just like Mr. Burns, just <laughs> just licking at the lips and just uh, doing the evil scheming hands because this trailer. Oh boy! <laughs> it gave me it gave me goosebumps. It was so good. Um... First of all, the the build up to the trailer was great because they actually got like Matt Reeves to talk for a bit and answer questions and just speak about his vision of the movie. And everything that he said just like reassured me 
that this is just gonna be so good because he was like, oh, this is Batman Year Two. It's gonna be a neo noir movie. It's gonna be different. We're gonna put it our own spin on it. Uh, Robin Pants is great. Um, so it's based on the said, long Halloween. He said Batman Year Two. So he's still new, but he's been Batman for like around two years now. Yeah. Exactly. Basically, what he's saying is it's not another origin story, but he's still fairly young and starting out in his in his in his journey to become the, the Dark Knight. So I feel like a lot of people are are having like these uh, tiny gripes about it, uh, and I'm just like, well, let's just see how it goes. It's like it's gonna be a whole new trilogy, and then to get into the trailer itself, like, what were your impressions of the trailer of how it was? Okay, so the trailer gave me very Batman Begins impressions, very dark um, theme that it had going. Um, um, I don't know, it kind of felt very reminiscent of when Scarecrow is around. I don't know why mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it gave off those vibes, but we know that the villain is the Riddler in this movie. Uh, we're also... Yep. I don't know. I feel the trailer uh, packed in so much, but so little at the same time, if that, ma- if, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, we only see, I believe, Batman in action once in the whole trailer, and that was more than enough. Yeah. Um, we got, like, a little snippet of what's possible in the Batcave. Not a fan of the Batmobile. Um mm-hmm. I I feel like very... like putting a little bit of a a little bit of a tangent there, but uh, I feel like that one scene of Batman in action, they were at, they were like, oh, we need a scene to prove that Rob has like what it takes to be this type of Batman and like take action and stuff. And I'm just and I'm thinking that Matt Reeves was there in the editing room and we're like, well, just put the the scene of him kicking the shit out of that one thug. I'm sure that'll shut shut up everyone. And I'm just like, yeah, it did. It was great. Yeah. You know, like typical Batman, like beat someone up, then ask for questions, and it's like, uh, I don't think he can speak no more. No, yeah, that that man needs uh, therapy, physical therapy for years to be able to speak again. Um, physical so, speech. Yeah. <laughs> so you were mentioning the new Batmobile, which looks yeah. like a muscle car. Yeah, it just looks like a car, so um not a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, very reminiscent of like old school. Batmobiles, yeah. Um, which goes to goes to the question. Um, we don't exactly know when this movie is set in time. No, yeah. Because I I get the vibe that this is not a modern day Batman. You know. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. Because and it's it's a it's a point that's been made in a lot of Batman stories, comics, and movies. That you never know exactly what time it is in 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 what year it is because you get technology like cell phones and TVs and radios and stuff like that, but you also get these old timey cars. You get these police blimps floating around the city, which is not a thing at all. Uh, you get like this it's, sort of gothic architecture that's not a thing at all anymore. So it's very timeless it's, and it's very dark and noir. It's Gotham, like. Yeah. What time is Gotham? What is Gotham? So uh, what what year weird. is it? It's Gotham year. It's 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 Batman year. That's what it is. Uh, so I feel like yeah. uh, that's that's a thing that we're gonna sort of get uh, a glimpse at, but it's never really been the the main focus of any Batman story. Yeah. So other than I that, what else? I mainly ask the 
like the time thing i mainly ask it because we would like to know like as a fan base i think we all want to know how this might tie in with other movies Mm -hmm. and because we do know that the wonder woman movies are kind of based on the past because it's her like remembering but where does this movie take place where does it fit into the grand scheme of things is dc still planning on doing like a big cinematic universe which they really don't need to do they can just throw out movies left and right um if they're the quality that they're currently promising and i think people will be fine with uh maybe smaller um universes within the whole thing like maybe you have a universe with this batman and build up that in a few movies and it's just that um you have your suicide squad movies with margot robbie that those are already set to be in the same universe as um justice league yeah and you could still build build up on whatever the justice league movies are and have that thing going on and it wouldn't matter because if you put out great content altogether, it doesn't need to be tied at all. Like we're suckers exactly. for exactly. DC animated movies and these movies are barely ever connected or you don't really need to watch every one of the movies to enjoy the next. Definitely. I feel like DC has definitely taken notice that their big hits have been movies that don't have anything to do with each other aquaman wonder woman um and now joker like shazam these movies are not connected they're just movies that were helmed by directors writers and actors that really liked what the material that they were given and the, the what they created and that's what made them good movies first not part of a scheme to make a bigger cinematic universe to, because that's what Marvel's doing. So I feel like if they gave the re- the reins to Matt Reeves to create his, all, his own Batman-verse, for example, I'm all for it. Like, it doesn't have to be connected to anything as long... Because Batman is such a rich character with so many villains, so many storylines, and so many possibilities that you can just keep pumping out movies for forever, even though you don't have to. This is just going to be a trilogy. Um, but it's doable. Like, you don't need to connect it with anyone and with anything else. And, and just... From what I saw in this trailer, the tone, the shots, I just thought, oh, this is so Fincher. Like, this is like Zodiac, like Seven. This is going to be such a detective movie first with the Batman elements in it. And I am all for it because I am a sucker for those types of movies. It's going to be dark, like The Long Halloween, and it's going to be action-packed because it's Batman anyway. And yeah, it's uh, Year 2 Batman. Robert Pattinson looks great in the fucking suit. I am going to say something that might be a bit controversial, hot take. Like, uh, I, I think this is my favorite Batsuit. Of all of them, of Nolan, of um, Affleck, this is my favorite bat suit because just from that first shot, it looks like they mm-hmm. picked him up from an Arkham game and just dropped him into the real world. That's how good. I would need to, and that's supposedly like, the inspiration. Yeah. Like the inspiration is the no, yeah, Arkham no, that. No, yeah, I feel like they took inspiration from the Arkham games, but I'm saying like that's supposedly like, oh, this is your two Batman, this is his first version of the suit. That suit looks fantastic, and like it can be upgraded mm-hmm. through time. So you're telling me it's gonna look even better uh, in the next one and in the next one. Like that already looks perfect in my book. So I feel like mm-hmm. uh, I very much like the suit, the muscle car. I feel like it's just part of the universe. It's not my favorite Batmobile, definitely, 
but uh, I feel like it fits in with this gritty reality that they're creating, and it fits in for the year two sort of version that they're going for. So I feel like yeah. a lot of it is origins. Like a lot of it looks good already, but you know it's gonna get better throughout the movies if they if they keep pace with it. And I feel like uh, yeah, just the general tone of it, man. I'm really really digging it. I've never seen the just batman walking into a crime scene in live action and being with the cops and just doing his detective work that's gonna be so uh, that's gonna be awesome and just the whole aspect of it looks great the one thing i'm still not convinced is because i saw him as batman and i'm sold i knew it would be great um it was better than i expected Mm -hmm. what i'm still not convinced and it's not how he would portray um bruce wayne it's more of the look. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look very Bruce Wayne. It looks like no, Leon Kennedy. Yeah. I, I, I No, he does not. And I get what you mean, but I also feel... And this is me just speculating because this is... I love the idea of this. Is He said, Matt Reeves said, this is Bruce Wayne in year two of Batman. So this is him still figuring mm-hmm. himself out. So he doesn't know who he is as of yet. So this is like a battle for his soul type of thing. So I feel like okay. he's still a brooding little fucker. Like he's so like, oh, I am edgy. I am vengeance. I am the night Batman. He hasn't figured out yet. Yeah. Oh, I should probably create a persona for myself. So people don't suspect that my emo ass is actually going out and beating up criminals because I kind of look like I could be that guy. So I feel like yeah. this is by the end of this, he's going to figure that out. And for year and for the second movie, he's going to be the, the billionaire asshole playboy as Bruce Wayne and then just keep on being Batman. So I feel like it's going to be a progression throughout the movies. And I, I can just see it very clearly in my mind. And if that's how it's going to go, I'm, I'm all for it. That actually makes sense, uh, contemplating that it's uh, year two. So he hasn't fully uh, gotten into the whole Batman game and double life, uh, being mm-hmm, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Being year two, he should still be fairly young, uh, yeah. early 20s. For sure. Yeah. I believe. And he does look like that. He sat his, from. We only heard like two words out of his mouth as uh, Batman. But the tone of voice that he did was, it sounded perfect to me. It wasn't like Christian Bale and it wasn't uh, modulated like uh, Ben Affleck's. So I just like that it's his voice and he's using that sort of like Kevin Conroy would. It's just his voice and it's like a deeper version of his voice. Not that I'm comparing his voice to Kevin Conroy at all, but like I like the fact that he's not using anything to hide it. No, for for sure that's untouchable <laughs> but i very much like what they're doing and they said it was like 25 percent to 30 percent of the movie was shot that looks like better than most trailers of movie that of movies that have been finished already like that was great i don't know how they did that yeah uh yeah i think uh this whole event brought us so much dc fans are rejoicing everywhere I yeah feel for that- sure I had all I had this, not been excited for something DC for so long, and this this really brought it back. Yeah. To me. I felt like I was back in high school rediscovering the comics again. Like this is great. I'm very excited. Which I feel that with all these news that have come out, uh, Marvel might want to step up their game and give us a little bit more of what they're gonna be working on, because we do I'm hoping have so. Marvels game plan uh we do know that there's a thor movie uh coming along guardians of the galaxy 3 it's still on hold black widow's on hold there's a 
I mean, Black Widow's finished. Uh, yeah, but it's on hold. Like it hasn't, it, it hasn't been released. like released. Like I feel like this, Which, if they can nudge Marvel in their in in a good way, like a bit of healthy competition. Like, oh, you did that? Fine, we'll release some of our stuff as well. Uh, but I feel like Marvel has just been like sitting in its big pile of money after Endgame and just super Endgame, lazying yeah. around. They're like, we're done for a while. Leave us be. So no, like, I'm very excited for Black everything. Widow. Like, I feel Black Widow will just end up probably getting the same treatment as Mulan, depending on how Mulan um, does in the virtual box office for them generating money. But because... Right. I'm hoping let's face not. It, Honestly, I want to I wanna really... go to a, to a movie theater to see it. Yeah, but this movie, like Black Widow, is not, it's not a big movie for them. It's not something that everyone's excited about. I think what people right. are only excited about in this movie is seeing Taskmaster. And that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm cautiously optimistic about the Black Widow movie. We'll just see how that goes. But other than that, DC with video games, with uh, TV shows, with movies, I'm very excited for what they're doing in the future. And I feel like this fan event was such a like, positive thing it was very very well done and honestly i feel like it's uh one of the best things that they put put out like in a long time so i'm very i'm very proud of that they i believe that they even announced uh that red hood is coming for third season they did uh, they did with two more characters i don't remember who but red hood was one of them um, kind of sad that they did not give anything in regards of what will happen with the Harley Quinn show. I've been really enjoying that show, uh, both seasons that were out. Same. So just that show has Kite Man, wait. so you know it has my vote. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that show is great. Uh, haven't seen Doom Patrol nor uh, Titans yet fully. We'll no, yeah. get to it eventually, but yeah. exactly. Doom Patrol and Titans, I've heard mixed reviews, but they were sort of part of the reason why I wasn't really excited that for anything that DC was throwing out. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just felt very lifeless and very dark and bleak, which I know DC can be sometimes, but uh, you can also have other types of stories. And I feel like they're they're getting to it eventually with, the, with all um, the, these announcements. What I'm intrigued about with these shows is because DC wanted to throw out their own app, and that was great and all, but many of these shows are getting taken over by HBO at this point. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Um, I know that Doom Patrol, apparently, first season, according to my sister, was great. Second season, not so much. So. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes. Other than that, I, I feel like we covered everything, mostly. There yeah. was still a lot, but uh, any final thoughts? Um, no, just very excited to see uh, all this play out. Um, can't wait to see uh, the Wonder Woman movie that we should have seen already at this point. Yep. Uh, but yeah, just excited to see uh, what they pump out uh, when it comes out. How about you? Uh, same. Just really, really excited for the future of DC. I hope that the Rona provides us with the with the future to see all of this uh, play out because I want to play these new games and I want to see these new movies and just experience some more DC stuff and just be more excited about everything. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to see more and uh, be able to do it. 
So other than that, where can the people find you if they want to look for your idiot face? They can find me on Instagram at Vexking uh, with all of my idiot geeky posts uh, or also on Instagram on at Hanel Betancourt. There I'll be posting more of uh, magic related stuff. Uh, I'm be I'm gonna be working on. It. I'm very excited about that. Getting my life together, doing different stuff with this virus around. So if you want other content, I also have that. I'm gonna be making a YouTube channel that I'll post there. So yeah, that's basically everything I have. That's very nice. Well, if you want to find me, I'll be over at, at Jaime Falcon, mostly on Instagram, sometimes on Twitter, but not really. And on Instagram, you'll just see <laughs> random posts that are uh, personal to me and just me in my quarantine journey of through going through art and playing guitar and just watching <laughs> things and just slowly going crazy and mad, a spiral down to madness, really. Uh, other than that, uh, you can find both of our idiot blog posts over at, at Idiots Talking Over Coffee on Instagram and Twitter. And you can listen to our podcast anywhere where podcasts are currently being listened to. Spotify, iTunes, Google, SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. Yeah. So go over there, give us some good reviews, even though we barely post. But I do hope that our two <laughs> listeners have a good time. I got a text from my mom while we were on the show. She said she was going to listen to this episode. So hopefully. <laughs> here's, the, here's the two viewers. Well, if that would be all, I think that we are going to sign out. So we will see you guys and gals next time. Bye-bye.